There's no tunnel with a beautiful light to call me forward. I didn't expect one, but I didn't expect this either. A pea soup fog cloaks the street, trying its best to hide the paving stones beneath my feet. It's London, but this London has an older Victorian feel. Not in a good way, either. For some reason, it doesn't really surprise me. If there is a doorway to hell, I guess a gloomy old London backstreet is as appropriate a setting as any. While my real body bleeds out somewhere in Calcutta, I don't suffer from wounds here. I step forward, my laced desert combat boots causing fog to swirl around me. Long, cool, steady strides. A narrow alley to my left beckons me. I don't fight the feeling. I didn't start this journey by running away, and I'll be damned if I'm going to end it running away from whatever's around the corner. The fog isn't any thicker in the alley. The narrowness just makes it feel that way. I don't look back, but I feel the entrance shrink behind me as I walk. To either side, an occasional door mars the walls that connect one building to the next. Rusty hinges showing just how long it's been since anyone last opened them. It doesn't matter. My interest is in the dark figure that suddenly blocks my path. The man's face lies hidden in shadow, although it isn't clear what dim light source is casting the shadows. Still, I see his lips move, hear gravel in his voice. Are you certain you wish to walk this path? I pause, trying to understand the meaning of the question. Didn't think I had much choice. Not many do. I'm listening. You've thought about death? Figured it was just a big sleep. I watch as the shadowy figure standing before me hesitates. My uneasiness grows with each passing second. Nothing so easy. Heaven and hell, then? Enlighten me. Keep walking this path and you'll find out. I offer you something different. Ah, my soul for my life, is it? The laugh rumbles deep inside this thing's chest, and the sound sends a chill through my body. I've been around a very, very long time, but I'm not your devil. Then what are you? For several seconds, silence. Think of me as a coma patient, living an eternity of sensing the things going on around me, unable to experience any of them. I know what's happening, what's about to happen, but I feel nothing. Such immortality is its own special kind of hell. Humanity offers me release from that prison. I'm not interested in being your vessel. I have limitations. I can only send back one who lingers on death's doorway, not someone who is beyond natural recovery. There are rules. My host must willingly accept my presence, and the host remains in control of his own being. His nature is unchanged. I, on the other hand, get to experience the host's emotions for the duration of the ride. I can exist in only one host at a time, and once accepted, I remain with that host until he dies.
I stare at the shadowed figure's face. Did I see a flicker of red in its eyes? No, thanks. I don't deny that there's a downside. As I said, I don't change a host's nature in any way. But what he feels excites me, and some of that excitement feeds back to my host. The overall effect is that he still loves what he loves and hates what he hates, but much more hotly. He's the same person he always was, just a little bit more so. And because my intuitions also bleed over, my hosts find themselves drawn to situations that spike their adrenaline. Because of that, few of them live to a ripe old age. So you ride these people into...